So, I stepped on a cockroach today, and I felt like I was betraying myself. You know, like, it's like, oh, those are my people. I am the swarm. That's and just I, you I, doing your part. I, I guess so, but you're, you're supposed to be doing your part against me, and I felt bad about it, you know? It's the first time I ever felt bad about killing a cockroach. Mm. I'm like, really getting... <laughs> you gotta consider it separating the wheat from the chaff. You know, it was a wheat cockroach if you killed it. I guess the only right. good bug right. is a dead bug. Accurate. That's the theme of this campaign. I well, killed a man today, and I felt like I was working against myself too. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that. I uh, feel like your day was more labor intensive than mine was. Like, no, I just stepped on him. Uh, All right. Real small man. <laughs> Um, how's everybody doing tonight? Here we are for another episode of Hideous Tomfoolery. Glad to have you guys at the table. How are we doing? Good. Great. Uh, so good. good. Well, you know how we do. Griff, why don't you start it off? Kick us on the, around the horn. Oh, kick us around the horn? Mm-hmm. Speaking of someone who's got a round horn, Steve, what you drinking, buddy? <laughs> Yes. Hey everybody, I'm Steve from the Hideous Laughter Podcast. I play Matumbe and Saw Moon Isle on the Evil Interludes. Um, tonight I am <laughs> drinking the Classy Man's uh, mixed beverage here. This is a gin and fresca. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. I'm on that tip. We'll oh, get boy. To it. It's, pretty, it's pretty hefty, guys. There's, there's a lot of gin in there, so it's a good That's Monday me. night for me. Speaking of That's pretty hefty, Adam, what you drinking, dude? I am also drinking a gin, but I'm drinking LaCroix with it instead of, uh, what'd you say, Fresca? Yeah, but wow. I'm also drinking gin and soda. So cheers to you, Steve. Rock and roll, buddy. Speaking of rock and roll, Heath, what you drinking, buddy? Drinking a Modelo. <laughs> the, dark, the dark one. <laughs> the dark one. <laughs> <laughs> Set me up real well. Speaking of the dark one, Emily. <laughs> Thank you. I needed that. Uh, I'm going a little nostalgic today with a not your father's root beer. Speaking of someone who's hopefully not anybody's father. Hey, it's me, Griff. I'm drinking <laughs> a Clementine Hibiscus Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer. Hey, it's delicious. There's, mm. there's, there's the Seltzer representation. I was wondering there's if we're going to get through bit. an episode without a Seltzer, but it doesn't look well, like you guys, today's the day. You guys day. pushed the recording back a little bit, so I finished all my bourbon and then <laughs> slid on over uh, to the Seltzer team. Well, if you guys remember last episode, things aren't really going great for the Midnight Squad. You have been marching for quite some long, quite a long time, and uh, you guys are all at various stages of being tired. I know that Tex is exhausted. Who else is exhausted in the group? Not I. Yeah, I think it's just Tex that is exhausted. Yeah. All right, the rest of you are fatigued. Yeah, it's a real fucking cool condition. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's what happens when you march without sleep for over 20 hours so here you are we all took uh, amphetamines i don't get it why are we exhausted why are we tired story. yeah it's, it's tough you know it's uh it's hard life out there in the sdf and uh it's only getting harder because you approached this bridge that's congested with all sorts of broken down cars and carcasses and stuff which we'll get to but more disturbing is the encroaching swarm behind you that you can hear kind of over the hill line closing in. And you also know that this bridge is slated for demolition at any moment. So we're going to start right there as we deal with this bridge situation. So I'm sure everybody wants to take a little perception check to get kind of a, assess what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's weird about this bridge? Um, I'll take perception or survival. Do they have different results? Yes. Okay, because I both have plus eights on them, so I'm going to roll both. All right. Um, I'm rolling two dice. My green one is going to be the survival. Okay, I'm uh, I'm I'm okay. I've got a dirty twenty on the perception, a twenty-one on the survival. Okay, well, Natasi, you you see quite a, a bunch. Um, what you all see 
is that there was this there was an obvious pile up on the bridge and that the swarm must have attacked here because you can see many civilians torn apart you see torso here legs here arms all scattered all over this uh, this bridge and this highway you do see a couple swarm bodies but more than you see more civilians than swarm um you see congealed blood beneath some of the vehicles and you see that there are like there's like a couple bodies just hanging off the side of the bridge their intestines pouring out to the 175 foot drop below with that survival check Ntasi, you also notice some deep gouges in the asphalt and in some of the nearby vehicles as if something with giant claws ripped through this traffic okay so Natasi, her her one eye that's not behind the eye patch is kind of darting back and forth almost inhumanly fast. Um, and she's going to turn to the rest of the party and say, No battle was fought here. This appears to be a massacre of the swarm. Looks like they tore through this bridge, potentially with something bigger than what we've seen. Natasi, are you telling me we're not going to be safe when we get to the other side? No, Sigurd, I do not believe we will. Well, we're fucked. I think it's in fact going to get much worse before it gets any better. Uh, and we're going to take it to a new map here, ladies no. and gents. Oh. Um, ladies so, and gents. <laughs> so as you guys make it across the bridge, you get about halfway across. And while the scene is grisly, beyond a doubt, nothing really jumps out at you behind the cars or anything like that. You're just kind of having to navigate your way through this maze of abandoned cars that is clogging the four lanes of the highway. As you're approaching Natasi, everybody else give me a perception check. I'm going to roll yours over, all right? Sweet. Also, this music is so threateningly ominous that I'm terrified right now. This is the music that they just pipe on the speakers to this bridge all the time. Oh, God. It's horrible. I get a dirty 20, Adam. Mm. No. All right, what what about you, uh, Emily? You've already got a six. Oof. Okay. She's, uh, what about what about Tex? Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? <laughs> it's an eleven. Eleven. Okay. Well, Natasha and Sigurd, you start to hear a little bit of <laughs> kind of coming up in front of you. I don't like that sound. But oh. it's great fully work. They're the only ones that hear it, though, with, the, yeah. with that shit perception. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if, if we're kind of moving forward, Natasha will put up a fist, like, stop Okay. to the rest of the party. I believe there's a threat ahead. Um, Adam. Yeah. Although I can see how wide this bridge is, maybe the people at home cannot. So... We're I'm kind pretty of, sure they definitely can't. I, I didn't think they could. Um, so there's this. To me, it doesn't look like there's a way we could safely get around whatever's in front of us. Correct. All right. So yeah, to to lay out the scene, you guys are on a four lane highway, and you're on this bridge. Now you're about halfway across, with a 170 foot plummet below on either side. You guys are on the north side of the highway, heading westbound. And there's a semi, what looks like some kind of large limo and a sports car kind of blocking your way. Uh, On the other side, there's like, you know, a big concrete divider like you see on highways splitting right down the middle of this bridge. And on the south side, you see another semi that looks like like a tanker, you know, got big fuel tank on the back and another car. Um, And it seems a little less uh, crowded over there um, but a lot more exposed the these kind of circular things those are the pylons that are kind of holding up the arc of the bridge all right so um, directly in front of us I mean we've got we've got a truck and some other things Um, I mean you're, you're right the other lane is much more exposed but we also have a 
ten foot wide dragon lady with us. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like she might be able to get through where we need to get through without Yavari. going into the other lane. Yav- I mean, so you could climb Yavari on the cars down. pretty easily. And also, she's like sees you kind of like sizing her up and looking at the the space in between. She's, Don't worry, I'm pretty good at fitting into tight places. <laughs> Are you? I really am. I took a feat. <laughs> That's why she's with Dex. Oh Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, So yeah, just so you know that you know the the both the semis you can't climb on easily. Obviously, you can climb on it, but it wouldn't be so easy. But if you wanted to like climb up on the cars, it would take a five feet of movement to do that. No check required to climb on those cars. Just takes a bit of your movement to do. I mean. Yavari would actually jump on, on up, up there to try and see what else is going on, see if anything's hiding behind. So which, uh, jumping up on which car? Um, this one. I mean, she's going to check with the party first, just kind of give them the look, be like, give them the tactical, like, me, jump up, like, okay, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Shrug. Shrug emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have uh, okay. much of a choice. So you're going to, as you move up, you can go ahead and move to the back of that semi there. Yeah, and give me, just give me a climb check real quick. I was just going to fly. Yeah, I guess you could just kind of use your wings to scoot right on up there. So as you kind of boost yourself up to the top of the truck... I need everybody to roll initiative as two swarm components bust Fuck out from behind the cars. <laughs> and these are something different. You have not seen these. Is they have wings. Um, <laughs> so these guys right here, let me pop, pop that up so you can see it. They've got long, like, hook claws and then like four wings behind them then two little claws that kind of reach over the top of them they have that same kind of hooked mouth and they've got four legs and they buzz right up and let's get some initiative going they're they're like if the pokemon scyther was combined with a centaur yeah i was gonna say it's like a scyther centaur (laughs) yeah it pretty pretty much is that's pretty good i I like it thanks Um, i hate it and we're going into combat, so what can, did everybody can I get? Can I express to you how bad the exhausted condition is? Sure. Talk to it's me about exhausted. pretty bad. <laughs> so uh, because of exhausted, I have a plus zero to my initiative, negative three to my attack bonus, negative four to melee attacks. Um, yep. Negative four to combat maneuvers, negative, negative four to basically everything. Um, That's not so, great. A, so because of that, I rolled a nat one on initiative. All right. Well, what did you roll there, Yavari? Because you guys are soul bonded, so you get to share that inspo. She sees that- like, yeah, she sees text kind of like fumbling, and she's like, "I got you with a 16. 16. So both both folks are getting the sixteen there. Sigurd, what'd you get? Four, baby. Ooh, not great for the vanguard. Natasi, how about you? I'd like to think that her advanced knowledge that something was going down here uh, helped her out here, but it kind of didn't. Uh, 11, right down the middle. Well, what I'll say that it did was prevented a surprise round attack on on you guys. So there is Woo. that, as you guys were kind of expecting some danger here. So, Yavari, I'm going to put you first since Tex rolled a 1. Uh, you're up. You climb on that thing, and you see these two swarm. They're called Vorfomas. I'm going to go ahead and tell you their name. I don't care. It's fine. Not that that name makes any difference, but you see two of them pop up, one directly behind the limo and one on the other side of the highway. What do you do? Well, as a free action, I suppose, based on the vehicles and the way the rest of the party doesn't see them necessarily. Uh, they can see the one on the south side of the highway okay. but only you can see the the one that is kind of tucked behind the limo in the sports car okay so as she kind of brings her uh, reaction cannon into a line with the northern one she's going to call out to the group and be like one up here past the 
limo and another to the south. And she's gonna take a shot. Let's see. Yeah. A 12. A 12 will hit. Yay! Okay. Wow. Damn. Good. Super good. Sorry, I'm using my new Norse Foundry die, and it's hard for me to read because they're like fancy. Fancy. Spark sparkly and difficult to read. Mm. Thank you, Norse Foundry. <laughs> you know, if you were rolling some diehard die, you'd probably read them just fine. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I may try uh, my diehard die next because I got a one. One point of one damage. One damage. Cool. Is, is there, uh, yeah, that's not pretty, pretty shitty if I yeah, do say so myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super excited about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, good job, I guess. Tex, you're up. <laughs> okay. So, as a free action, he's going to turn to his boon companion, his dragon companion, and say, Thanks for uh, keeping me on my toes. I was, I'm as worn out as a aging brothel mistress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That was a, that was a home run. Yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're a home run. Oh. Okay. Um, I can't do anything but cast spells because I won't succeed at anything else. Um, I mean, fuck it, man. I'm gonna summon a creature. All right. Takes a round of summon. We'll get back yep. to you when you get when you get there. Is now the swarm's turn. The one that's looking at you, Tex, is going to. Throw some barbs at you as it holds up its two forearms, and you see a full attack happen as these two arm barbs come flying at you. So the first one is going to be oh, that's going to be a miss. Uh, that's going to be a huge miss there. Um, Let's see about the second one. I mean, one. don't 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 doubt yourself. You can uh, prob you can probably hit. He's exhausted. A five? <laughs> a five? No, it's oh, not yeah. that bad. It's not uh, much better than that. How, how about a seventeen? Oh yeah. Okay, seventeen is gonna hit. Um. All right, so that's gonna do a couple things here. First, you're gonna get pierced with four points of piercing damage. And then you're also going to need to roll me a fortitude save. Oh, goody. All right. That's a 14 total. 14 total. That's including all your conditional shit? Yes. All right. Very good. You make the save. So this this swarm component, one of the arm, arm barbs flies past your head, and then the other one kind of goes right in your shoulder and uh, you, you pull it out before any of the venom can sink into your bloodstream but you do take that piercing damage. The other Vorfoma is going to make the Dragonkin Yavari roll a save and what I'm going to need you to do for me here is roll a will save Yavari Alright, a will save Cool, mm -hmm. cool Sixteen. Sixteen? Yes. You're all right. Okay. <laughs> You're all right. I didn't care for that. Balls. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, and that's going to... It's going to use, I guess, a move action to tuck away behind this car. Okay. Get some cover behind this car. That's right. You better run. Whoa. So country boy can survive. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Natasha, you're up. All right, Adam. Do I have line of sight on either of these guys? You it kind of do doesn't not. look like that's the case. You do not. Okay. How high is the concrete barrier in between these lanes of traffic? 
So, you know, it's a typical barrier. So we're looking at about three feet. I'll say it would just take you five feet of movement to kind of hop over it. Uh, I don't want to go over it. Mm. I, I want to shoot over it. Is that possible? Because yeah, it looks like if I... It's definitely possible. Yeah. All right. You're just going to have to move your position to get that shot. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. So Natasi um, is going to uh, kind of look back and forth initializing combat subroutines and then she's going to move 10 feet south that looks like it'll give me line of sight on um, that swarm buddy down below and she's going to pop off a shot with the laser pistol now I also do have fatigued on here so my ranged attack is at a plus one alright does a five hit five does not hit alright so she misses wide yeah, End of return. Like, and it just like hits the car that the swarm is next to. Just psh, as you hear the sound of metal sizzle as the laser misses the swarm. And that would be your turn. So Sigurd, you're up. All right. Sigurd sees the situation we're dealing with, and these things are kind of diving behind cover. So he's going to uh, follow suit. He's going to move right next to Natasi right by the barrier he's gonna fling um, an entropic strike using um, his momentum special ability which allows it to act like a telekinetic projectile this is against EAC and it is actually not bad that's a 21 21 will hit alright it's gonna be Five points of damage. There we go. Points All on the right. board. And that's uh, what type of damage? That's bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Okay. That'll that'll do. All that goes through. Uh, and you see it just kind of... As it takes that hit kind of right in its chest. Uh, Yavari, we're back around to you, round two. You're standing on top of this semi, kind of survey, surveying the scene. Sigurd and Natasi have both moved up against the barrier. Tex just took a hit. One swarm's tucked away behind the car, the northern one that you were firing on. You're going to have a tough shot with that one, but you do have a clean line of shot to the southern one. What you going to do? Uh, she's going to go ahead and go for the southern one, so she doesn't have to make any aggressive movements. Um, so we're going to try with the, um, oh my God, the other die. Steve, help me. What are they? Die hard. Thanks. Brain hurt. <laughs> Ow. Okay. How about a 19 to hit? 19 will hit. Awesome. Possum. Good on you. And then, kablam. <laughs> Uh, six damage. Six damage. Go okay. way better than one. So, and that's on the southern one, correct? Yes. Yeah, you've bloodied this one with that shot. Take took off one of its wings, just as it rips off. You guys are doing okay so far. Tex, what about you? How you? What you gonna do here? <clears throat> uh, finish summoning my creature. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a tiny air elemental. And it's like a, a sandy color, like the plains of Texas. Okay. Um, on, I guess the southern, the southern bug man, which I can summon as far as a hundred feet away, so don't worry about that. Okay. So, sorry, what type of elemental? Tell me one more time. Tiny air elemental. A little tiny, a little tiny air elemental. All right, changing up the Pokemon. That's right. Now, we got to remember that this only lasts one round. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, it'll just attack with a slam, which will be 1d6 plus 3. All right. Let's get it. Let's get the attack roll first. Ooh. uh, That'll be a 24 total. Yeah, that's a hit. Must be nice being an air elemental and not being fatigued or exhausted. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm living vicariously through this. Literally easy... Easy breezy. Oof. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just an oof. That's a bad feeling. 
It's Monday. So it's 1d6 plus 3. I rolled a 4, so that's 7 damage. 7 damage? Yeah. This air elemental poofs out of nowhere, envelops the swarm, brings it down to the ground, and smashes its head into the pavement, killing it. Woo! Yeah! Yes! Yes. Tornado Alley, baby! Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. And then it disappears. (laughs) And now it's the swarm's turn. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Ivari, I need you to make another will save. Uh, a 12. A 12? Yeah. Yeah, 12's not going to get it. You are now confused as oh, this God. buzzing sound just oh, fills no. your brain. Bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. This is the isn't good. shit in the world. You guys hear Yavari just... Yeah, Natasha, you're up. Sweet. All right. Um, what kind of movement did you say it was to get over the barrier? Just five feet. An extra five feet. An extra five feet. Okay. So seeing this uh, Texas-inspired whirlwind from Tornado Alley take, uh, take down the southernmost... Uh, swarm member, she's going to turn to Sigurd, who is immediately next to her, and say, Care to join me, soldier? And she's going to hop over the barrier. Okay. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, moving 30 feet. Um, which I might be able to move, place myself... No, I'm gonna gonna stay there. Adam, where I'm at, will I have line of sight on this guy? You do, although it's gonna have a little bit of cover. I'll take it, man. It's better than nothing. So she's going to, she hops over the barrier, super badass style, walks a couple feet up. Once she sees just the, the back couple wings and maybe the back Centauri ass of this thing sticking out, um, she's going to pop off a shot at it with the laser pistol. All right. 17 on the die. 17. Going up to an 18. That'll do it. That'll get it. (laughs) Nice. That'll get it. Wonderful. All right time for that dps this character is known for two points of fire damage <laughs> in there in there with that fire damage all right not bad though you did get the shot off i'll, I'll give you that sigurd you're up now you can't see this thing at all from where you're at yeah but he sees natasi right so he raises betty plants a hand on the barrier Hops over it sideways and moves right in front of Natasi. Move action aligns Betty now that he can see this thing against it, granting him plus one AC, and he turns to her and he says, Hey, Natasi, stay behind me, toots. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. 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 No, no, no. Natasi was fine back. Let's get him, soldier. Uh, okay, so Emily, I need you to roll a D100. Okay. So that's gonna be. If it's a 10 and a 9, what does that mean? 19. That many. Uh, so it's a 10 on your double sided and then a singular 9? Yeah. Yeah, that's a 19. Get you get to act, act normally. normally. You s- mm. Yep, you, find, you have your turn. <laughs> Foiled Man again, Adam. Are you upset? Did that a little. Upset you? A little. Oh, I hate it. Uh, does that mean I'm s- no longer confused? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Okay, yes. Yeah, so Yavar just kind of like <clears throat> shakes it off. And she's going to move up because she wants a little bit better view. So you see her wings kind of like furl out and she's just going to kind of She's just like stomping on the top ahead. of this truck. Like this yes. large dragon can is just leaving dents in the top of this truck. Hops over off the top of the truck onto the sports car, crushing the sports car's like top. Glass pops out the windshield and you're now right up on this thing. What are you going to do? Uh, probably not a fucking thing with a 12. A 12 will hit. Yeah. Oh! Oh, that, my, my will save didn't. I was like thinking something didn't do earlier. 
Oh yeah, so she, as she lands on the car, she like levels her fucking cannon at this thing. And gets six piercing. Just just right to the face. Alright, so that, that is gonna provoke an opportunity attack. Um for firing a ranged weapon at melee range. Uh, but you do get six damage off. Let's see how this claw attack goes. All right, does a, I'm pretty sure this is not gonna hit, 14 hit. According to this, it does for some reason. Oh, probably because of your uh, fatigue. fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hit. So that will hit um, four. Ooh, we're looking at seven slashing damage. Oh shit! So yeah, you come uh, down there and you like are you know firing this shot like ah and you, you blast it but it comes out and slices right across your knee for seven slicing slashing damage uh, she takes it she's still up she's not happy but she's still up tex you're up uh tex is gonna move a little bit so he can get this thing in sight move over here. Well, shit. There's a car there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's a giant fucking dragon in front of him. There's no, <laughs> yep. there's nowhere I can move that I'm gonna get line of sight. Mm-mm. <clears throat> You're in a tough spot. Real tough spot. Damn, um, what a tight spot. <laughs> well, um... I'll move... A little bit forward. Okay. Um, that's, that's all I can really do. All right, so Tex kind of moves up. Would you like to take another move action to go ahead and get in I position? I don't want to be very close. Um, heard that, heard that. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, not, I will get killed. <laughs> I will uh, get killed. I would say this. You would know that Yavari is putting herself front and center to draw like yeah. aggro so i mean you no, i mean I, that. I understand that as a player but like the objective is to hit it <clears throat> i'm just so small and can't can't see beyond you um no i'm just gonna hang out let you guys handle this all right it is the remaining vorfoma's turn it is going to full attack on yavari star eater with its claws all right, here we go. All right, so does a nine hit? <laughs> a nine does not hit. The How sad about? thing is, that's only just barely. So <laughs> oh, ten does hit? Well, E or K? That's going to be against K. Uh, no, not for K. No, it does not God hit. God damn, both miss. Yeet. All right. Natasi, you're up. All right. To mechanically reflect what um, what Sigurd and Natasi are trying to do, Natasi's going to basically put her left hand on his shoulder, on like his back, and bring the pistol up next to her head, like she's ready to uh, to shoot over him, kind of. And basically, because these turns happen, like all these things happen like at the same time, I'm gonna delay my turn till after Sigurd goes to like kind of mere moving up behind with him. Gotcha, gotcha. So Cora is gonna hold the turn till after Sigurd, and you guys are gonna kind of move in tandem. So Sigurd, you're up here. Come on, Toots, we gotta help out Yavari. She's taking some bad hits up there. And I'll he's gonna, up. he's gonna move up. Um, he'll move five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 25 remain behind the barrier, but enough to get Natasi up um, near Yavari. And then he's going to fling his. Well, Adam, can you clarify what square uh, this this creature's in? He's kind of straddling too, so I want to make sure uh, I'm not. Oh, it, yeah, sure. Um, here, let me. Why is. Here you go. He's right. That's right there in that square. 
directly. Can I reach him over the wall? Uh, I'll say you can, but I'm going to impose a little disadvantage on your attack if you're going melee. So, like a cover penalty? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go melee anyway because I don't want to risk the range in the AOL. So, Mm -hmm. um, he he brings the broadside of Betty up over the wall. You see it charge up with this gray energy, and the side of Betty begins to waver like, like a hot pavement. And then he punches over the wall. And that is a 12 to hit. Hell yeah. 12 is going to miss, though. Yeah, I figured with his cover. Oh. Yeah. Poop. Okay. Well, it was a good effort. You definitely got yourself up there. And you got uh, Natasi. I assume you moved right behind Sigurd. So you've got a standard action left. What you going to do? All right, so Natasi's kind of, she's up against this concrete piling wall um, adjacent to Sigurd and Avari. What kind of penalties am I taking if I just wanted to try and finish this thing off with my pistol? Um, it I looks mean, like you, cover. Bef- yeah, at it's going to definitely take, uh, probably just going to give it that, that plus four cover. Because you could kind of shoot in between. I think, you know. I don't think it's totally covered, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the four since you're ranging it, right? Uh, so that yeah, that's gonna it's gonna have a plus four. All right. I know we have this thing on the ropes, and if Ivari goes down, I can stabilize and heal her up. So I'm just gonna try and finish it off if I can. Um, so Natasi is going to lean over the concrete piling and take another shot. Okay. Uh, it's it's a 10 before any sort of cover penalties on your end, so I don't think that's going to do it. Not going to get it. All right. Uh, Yavari, Sigurd and Natasi just moved up on the other side of the barricade. You're still standing on this crumpled car, and this swarm component is slashing at your legs. What do you do? Uh, so she's going to free action uh, kind of gingerly drop the uh, reaction cannon. Okay. And as her mood, it goes off and shoots you in the chin. So I said gingerly. <laughs> oh, okay. So first off, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as she's kind of dropping that, she's going to pull her um, red star, and she's just going to take a, a solid whack at this guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how about a nineteen? Nineteen, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. All right. Okay, we're not rolling the d10 anymore. It's gone down. That's cool. Because I used a different thing. Uh, yeah. Ooh, not great. Um, four. Four damage. damage. Okay. Still standing. Still standing. Tex. Shit. You're up. <clears throat> All right. Tex is kind of skirting around the group, trying not to get noticed very much, but he can get like, right here. So I can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tex is going to use Puncture Veil. Okay. Talk to me about it. Okay. So it's instantaneous. No saving throw. Um, I grasp onto space-time filled with microscopic needles. Remember the cactus needles? Right. Uh, uh, one creature takes 1d4 piercing damage and gains bleeding one for three rounds. That's so crazy to me that that just happens. All right, roll your damage. Fucking magic, man. I rolled the wrong die. Uh, that's a three. That's three damage. And bleed one for three rounds. Tex skirts around the car and summons a little piece of Texas desert right on the swarm and it just gets punctured full of needles and falls down dead on the ground. You guys are out of combat and succeeded in this fight. A lot better than I thought you were gonna do, I'll tell you that too. So. Two for two on the kills too, baby. (laughs) Yvari squats down the car. This is fine, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) You all right up there? Yeah, yeah. You'd appear to be significantly injured, Yavari. 
You need medical attention. I mean, I'll take it if you've got it. Let me see what I can do. And I, I want to size up the rest of the group, too. I want to check in where everybody's HP is, because this will determine whether or not I, I do, do a burst channel or just Mystic Cure. Well, let me, uh, let me ask you this. You guys want to take a, a short rest? We'll take a rest. Fuck yeah, we can take a rest? You can take a ten minute rest to gather your bearings right here, kind of tucked in between these cars. Yes. Yes, I want that. Hell. I want that, all of that. All right. Can we make it 20 minutes? So spend your resolve, get your stamina back. Fuck yes. 10 out of 10 stamina, guys. Okay, so I, 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 want, I want to clarify here. I am not going to use a resolve to recharge my stamina. That would only get me three stamina points. I don't think that's worth it. What I okay. am going to do is spend my 10 minutes um, using an ability called Healing Touch. I want to spend 10 minutes to heal an ally up to five hit points per mystic level. I only have one. And that I can only do it one time per day. I'm going to use it on Ivari now because I know you are significantly into your HP. I will take it. So take it. All right. So like, that, a, like the big girl she is, she will take it. <laughs> so that's uh, 5 HP to Ivari. Tex, you can get all your stamina back if you choose to spend yep. a. Yep, I'm doing that. Cool. And uh, I think Sigurd, you're doing the same. Oh, yeah. Um, you're gonna update that on roll twenty for me. Um, all right. As you guys are kind of catching your breath for the first time in almost a full day, your comm units spark up once again, and you hear a member of the SDF come over your over your unit saying, "Swarm army approaching, proceeding with the destruction of the Curzon Bridge." All civilians clear the area. Um, and you start hearing these klaxons go off, these alarm klaxons. And it's time to get the fuck off this bridge. You are only halfway across the bridge. It is going to be blown at any minute. And what we're going to do here is we're going to go into a, we're going to go into a um, a modified kind of chase sequence here where you're going to have some obstacles that you need to get past and you're going to try to accrue escape points as you make your way across the bridge so here's a quick question out of character would we have actually okay was that a nice Adam thing allowing us to take that like this is going to happen regardless or what's that? The ten minute rest? Yeah, because we wouldn't have taken a rest if we knew this fucker was about to blow up. Yeah, no, that's a thing that it's not a nice Adam thing. I won't take credit for it. It's in the AP. You, you get the you get the ten minute rest before this. Because um, <laughs> uh, I really wanted to kill one of you there, but you guys did really good. Uh, but now Ooh, you got to let's get... let's boot scoot and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. All right, so this is going to be a series of skill checks, all right? Um, the first, so as you're running for the bridge, you know, you finally kind of get your stamina back. I mean, some of you are still exhausted and fatigued. That doesn't go away. But it's time to get off the bridge, and the first thing you see is another pileup of land vehicles, and it's this maze of twisted metal. I need everybody to roll a perception check. Natasi's uh, running the numbers in her head. She's coming at this with a 23. Sig's got a 15. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 and still didn't beat Natasi. <laughs> <laughs> but mark it down. Yeah, that's uh, on the board. Well, well oh, yeah. the, I was going to address that, the STF versus HLP. Nat 20. Well, we'll deal, well, yeah, we'll deal with okay, that. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll talk about it yeah, later. Go ahead and mark it on the board. Um okay. Because it does count. Uh, that And so what did you get, Yavari? Yeah, 17. 17, okay, very good. You guys all earn an escape point. So that's four oh, yeah. escape points. As you make your way through this maze, the, the alarm klaxons grinding at your nerves. Um, as 
right as you pop out on the other side of the pileup, you all of a sudden see that there's this large stretch of the bridge that has been bombarded by the airborne swarm. And so that you could tell that, that this bridge has been weakened in spots. So to find a safe route, I need each of you to attempt either an engineering or a survival check. Your choice, one or the other. All right, I got a 15 survival. 16 okay. survival. Okay. <laughs> I know shit. I rolled a different die and rolled a natural 20 on survival, but I have a plus zero, so it's just a 20. Just a 20. All right, okay. all right, all right. On the board. <laughs> God damn it, Heath. You're ruining this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally, I changed die, I guess, because I don't like natural 20s. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> about to change every one. time I get a nat 20. Where am I one to? What about you, Yavari? has a plus five to engineering, but she rolled a fucking eight. So. All right. Well, as you guys are making your way across this kind of um, weakened spot, actually a piece of the bridge gives way right beneath the Avari, and Tex kind of points it out right before, and so that you guys are able to catch her. I mean, she could fly anyway, but it does slow you down a little bit. You only get one escape point from this obstacle. But you make your way across the bridge as pieces of the bridge plummet below into the icy river, which seems like an eternity be, uh, beneath you. Finally, you see a large transport vehicle, jackknifed and overturned, lying across both lanes of the highway. You can either make an athletics check to scramble over the wreckage or an acrobatics check to try to squeeze between the cab and the trailer. Well, that's not good for us. That's a 19 acrobatics. All right. Uh, put it on the board, guys. That's a natural one. Oh, boy. Oh, That's a, oh. a two acrobatics. That's to, like, yank your arm through the wreckage. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yavari has a plus six to athletics. Mm-hmm. But Emily rolled a five. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I no. Did, I did the exact same thing and have the exact same stat modifier. We're just partner bound like <laughs> so, that. We're it's soul like you're bonded. soul bonded. Yeah. Soul bonded. Good thing yeah. she All can right. fly off the bridge after uh, <laughs> we don't get escape points. All right. Yeah. So this this really slows you yeah, down. Yeah, for thirty Sig- feet and then fall. Sigurd, you're uh, you're you get through, but the rest of them have trouble, and, and you're like, come on, come on, and and they're just struggling, struggling. We only get one escape point, and. Once you get on the other side of the overturned truck, finally, the edge of the bridge is visible and you're sprinting towards safety. And as you do, you can hear the final countdown blasting from the loudspeakers in the distance. Ten. Nine. Eight. And as this is going down, that sound is nearly drowned out by the screech of hundreds of swarm creatures as they begin to descend upon the bridge. It, the sight is horrifying. You, it, it seems like an innumerable amount of swarm are flooding this bridge. Um, and the countdown continues. Five, four, three, and you're trying to get to the very edge. Two, one, and it ends with this massive explosion ripping through the bridge's superstructure. <laughs> engulfing the entire swarm horde the four of you leap off the final few feet and like go prone on the ground covering the backs of your head as a shockwave rolls over you and you can feel all sorts of debris raining down upon you because you only got what was it six escape points I need everybody to roll a reflex save oh no if I raise Betty over my head can I get a bonus uh, no. Damn it. If I spread my wings out over text, can no. he get a bonus? No. <laughs> That's a nine, Adam. It's a nine? Okay. Mother. Thirteen. Fucker. That's okay. another natural one. God damn it, Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, so oh. we've all rode, rolled below tens so far? Yeah. I rolled a 13. I rolled a five. I rolled yeah, a two. I rolled a, I rolled a seven. Okay, you guys are going to take the full brunt of this damage as the bridge rains down on you. And you could hear the swarm screaming as they plummet to the valley below and the rest of the swarm on the other edge that didn't get on the bridge. But you guys take, ooh, 10 bludgeoning damage. Could have been worse. Could have been better. Thank God I restored my stamina because I'm fine. (laughs) I'm unconscious. Oh, Texas is unconscious. 
I'm up. Is anybody else unconscious? Left. I'm up. All right. Stamina. Chip. Okay. So the, the uh, a big chunk of the bridge comes down right on the back of Tex's head, knocking him out. The rest of you just take the damage. Um, what do you do? I Natasha, mean, I think we... we Tex isn't doing so good. I know we could probably pick him up and carry him the rest of the way. All right, time for me to do my job. Um, are, are either you or Ivari into your hit points? I'm two into my hit points, which I have been since the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I'm four in. All right, well, I mean, fuck it. Like, Tex is all the way down. I'm significantly into my hit. So Ivari is going... I'm, whoa, that's not me at all. Natasi <laughs> is going to stand to her feet kind of shakily. I mean, she is very close to dead, actually. And look to the heavens, look to her hand, and begin channeling a red energy that boof, bursts out over 30 feet. Healing. Six points of damage. So everybody gets six H pistols. Hey, that's only one shy of my max HP. <laughs> um, and you f- find yourself covered in dust and debris looking across the ravine at the swarm just piled up at the edge of it looking ferocious but at the for the time being stopped okay get up tex you're not broken yet uh, i feel like it <laughs> come on let's, let's keep going let's get out of here hey yvari do you feel that when when he goes out, I mean, I get a little tingly, but um, this isn't the place to talk about it. I guess everybody roll a perception check to see if Yavari gets tingly. No, no. Oh, deep down in the plums, <laughs> in my plums, <laughs> as, <laughs> I, I, all ripe and juicy, ready for market. Oh God, I hate it. Uh, twenty-two for me. Twenty-two for you. Three different dice, three rolls in a row. Come on, three natural ones. Another one. What is you doing? Oh Oh my goodness! Can I tag out teammates? Uh, Roll it. Wait, you've rolled with your other hand. Three, yeah. Oh, that's oh, y'all hit the five mark. God damn it! (laughs) I think they're all from me. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so who rolled the twenty-two? I did, Sigurd. All right, Sigurd, you can hear in the distance the soft rumble. As this vehicle approaches you, salvation in the form of an SDF Humvee pulls up to you, and you see a couple of people, a couple of SDF soldiers hop off the Humvee and say, Well, hell. Y'all just made it. Shit. We just about blew your asses up. Come on, come on. We'll take you the rest of the way to Fort Gallant. And they uh, they give you a opportunity to get on the back of their Humvee. Yes. Oh, much obliged. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you guys kind of hop back there. And you see somebody else who looks a little beat up sitting in the back of this thing too. It looks like this whoever you know, whatever little squad this is is going to pick up some some of the stragglers. And you see like a half elf kind of just tending to their own wounds. We have another member of this cast joining us. Hey Zach. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Surprise. He's been listening Zach, the whole before time. Before we get started, what are you drinking? Uh, tonight I will be drinking a Hattiesburg local uh, Susie B from Southern mm-hmm. Prohibition. Delicious Blondale. Awesome. Well, Zach, here's to you. Here's and to you guys. For if you're listening and you don't know Zach, Zach plays Oren on Southern Tomfoolery, and uh, we're glad to have him joining. Zach, tell us a little bit about your your half elf that's sitting there in the back of this uh, vehicle. 
Uh, well, he is he is a half elf. He's half drow, actually. Ooh. So he's got kind of a slate grayish skin tone. You know, pointy ears, uh, white hair. Um, he uh, he's just chilling. Kind of got a thousand yards stare to him. You know, he's not uh looking particularly cheerful or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been Given a day. the circumstances, right? It's been a day. I feel like war will do that to you. Um, yeah, so he's just kind of sitting there, kind of, I guess, you know, looks up at you and then just kind of keeps looking off kind of into the distance. Um, the, the squad soldier that kind of came up to you says, listen, I'm real sorry about almost blowing you to smithereens. So uh, as an act of good faith, we've done everything we're going to do with this. And so we're going to give this to you for whatever your next task is. You can go ahead and have this. And she hands, uh, she points to a small footlocker that's in the in the bed of this truck. And uh, in there, you see a detonator, a motion trigger, three Mark One frag grenades, and one Mark One incendiary grenades. And with a wink, he says, uh, "Blast some of them vexers for me, all right?" And then he hops back into the driver's seat, leaving you guys in the bed of the truck to kind of. <laughs> Get your grips, you so, know? Sorry you almost got blown up. Here's some explosives. <laughs> right. Yeah, Don't go blowing yourself up now. Yeah. I mean, that that is kind of how uh, the detonation crew goes, you know? Um, so here, I'll put that in the chat so you can Thanks. log that in. I uh, Look, I just want to say I got dibs on at least one of those grenades because which, uh, which whoopers get that proficiency. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't have proficiency in grenades. Yeah, I'm not touching any of that shit. Yeah, you guys can split it, I think. Soldier, I'll, Witch Warper. I will grenadier uh, yeah. my ass off. I'll nice. take some grenadines. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you guys can sort that out off air. What I want to do now is you guys got about a two mile ride back, and so you guys got a little moment to kind of like actually catch your breath, stop walking, stop running, and talk to each other. And, you know, you got this new person here as well. So have at it. I'd, I'd like to kick it off here. Um, so so when this guy pops his head back and delivers these explosives, uh, question, in questionable taste to uh, <laughs> people who are almost blown up, the entire time Natasi doesn't say anything to him. It's just staring daggers at this guy, maybe this private or corporal or whoever. And then as soon as he leaves, maybe goes back into the forward cabin or something, um, her head kind of snaps to the side um, in an inhuman way and she stare with her one good eye um, the other behind an eye patch is staring directly at um, at this new trooper who at least according to what I've heard um, may be injured in some way or, or at least a little hurt soldier do you require medical attention I am a medical professional oh I appreciate it miss but I'm alright for now Thank you. Well, if that's the case. And then she just kind of tilts her head back to the side and doesn't continue <laughs> the conversation. So, yeah, he kind of looks around the vehicle and is like, you all right, folks? Man, I don't think this I've taken thing? a shit in like 13 hours. <laughs> it's a new this... record for me. Well, uh, that that's impressive, mate. Congratulations. I think it's all the meth we've been doing, honestly. <laughs> uh... That, that'll get it, I reckon. Uh, this whole planet's going tits up, y'all. What happened to you? Do you make it here by yourself? Uh, I'm, I'm all that's left. I, uh, uh, me and the boys, we, uh, we headed over to that space station there to join up with the SDF, but, uh, just in time for the thing to get blown out the sky, we made it out on a escape pod, but the bugs got the rest of the crew. What's your name, by the way, buddy? Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Sig. Uh, it's good to meet you. Nice to meet you, Sig. Uh, name's Vinny, and just call me Vin, Vinny, whatever you want. I uh, step out from behind Sigurd's leg. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and say, yeah, after uh, he says he hasn't shit in 13 hours, you probably remember. That's, that's why I stepped out, you know? It's like, oh, it's coming. Incentive. It's coming. Uh, but I step out and kind of... That, risk of sounding redundant dust off my duster um but i step out and say like because i'm pretty worn down too but like hey uh pleased to meet you there uh i'm tex arcana 
uh, pleasure, Tex. Uh, how'd you end up here, man? Well, it's a long and winding road, my friend. And uh, ain't it though? Yeah, it is. Um, let's just say a life of outlawing led me to seek more noble aims with my good friend here and dragon and boon companion, Ivari. <laughs> yeah, so he looks over to the, uh, like, hulking, uh, dragonkin. The elephant-sized like, uh, person in the room. Yes, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, like, we're in this Humvee, like, the back of this truck. She's sitting on the back so that her wings don't, like, get in you guys' face and everything. So she's just pretty much sitting on the, uh, upright tailgate. And she just kind of says, hello. <laughs> Waves a big clawed hand. Uh, how you doing there, ma'am? been better. Yeah, I think we've all been better. I, I think I that goes for us all. Um, but, uh, we're here. We're, uh, we're upright, so. <laughs> Y'all in the bug-killing business? <laughs> what is it they say? Business is booming. <laughs> <laughs> that it is, that it is. <laughs> business is biting. <laughs> Those things took a big <laughs> chunk out of me. I, I, uh, try, try to find a, a space for a seat. I'm pretty small. I think I can manage it, but I sit down pull out a little pouch of tobacco and start roll, hand rolling some cigarettes. Like, Anybody want one? Uh, yeah, I'm in. After, roll one for uh, Betty, too. What we just went through, <laughs> I need one. Um, As you guys are kind of passing the cigs around, uh, you've already going to say, wait, wait. There's speed on them. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. Uh, no. Um, did you say you were, oh, I'm sorry, on the space station? Sorry, I'm way up here. Let me let me leave. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. For for a brief second, but uh, the red light started flashing and the warning started going off. So me and the boys, we found the nearest escape pod and got the hell out of there. Okay, so you didn't actually just like, in crash time. with it. I, I don't think I'd still be here if I did. That's why I was really impressed. That'd be pretty impressive, wouldn't it? that'd be something? <laughs> yeah, I'll send you right at the other guys across the bridge. You survived that. <laughs> <laughs> We've won the war. <laughs> it's a half trial guy that's apparently invincible. Fucking Wolverine. Um, Where is the rest of your squad conscript? What well, a bug's got him, man. We landed kind of a kind of a tough landing on the planet here, and I'm the only one that made it out. With some good men died. With complete like flat affect and no movement around her eyes or anything, Natasi says, "I am sorry to hear that." <laughs> She's Appreciate not. the sentiment, love. Yeah, con- condolences, man. Sig um, would pull out a flask at this point. You want me to pour one out for your boys before we each take a pull? Well, they can't drink it, but I'll have a nip. All right, then. I like the sound of that. And he would pass it around. Yeah, so Vinny will just take it and, like, drink too much out of that, out of that <laughs> flask and hand it back to you much lighter than he, than he gave it to <laughs> Eager <you>. beaver. Don't <laughs> worry, this shit's strong. <laughs> Not strong enough. Um, about this time, the truck pulls up to a small SDF training facility. This is Fort Gallant. Um... You see some concrete barriers, some chain link fences, and a few concrete emplacements containing heavy weapon turrets, but you get the sinking feeling that this is just not enough fortification for this encampment, but it's all it has to offer. As you enter the area, you walk by about a hundred civilians and a far smaller number of weary looking soldiers milling around some hastily erected tents. Uh, They all look beat down. Several of them are nursing pretty grievous wounds. You see a, um, a little impromptu triage unit where people are getting their loss of limb treated. Um, you see too many still bodies on these cots. Um, the mood is pretty is pretty grim. And as you kind of disembark off of the truck, a human soldier approaches you and he says, Hello, I am uh, Lieutenant Gorham, 
You've made it to Fort Gallant. I, I suppose we're, we're safe for now. Uh, you made you all made it out of Brunoa alive, I see. Uh, not many members of the 5th Battalion were as lucky as you. The commander, her name is Commander Najiri, has asked to receive situation reports directly from all new arrivals immediately. Let me take her... Let me take you to her now. Uh, but before you do, I'm going to need you all to finish your drinks, and we'll see ya. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay. Okay. I can't believe we're all still alive. Ooh. We did it. Got him. <laughs> Got him. That means we're invincible. <laughs>